night a good night in the house of God. Yes. I thank God for each and every one of us here. Yes. Um, and I, I thank God especially for our ministry, um, all the ministries given uh, across the world. And uh, most importantly, at this uh, particular moment, I can't help but have a deep and quiet appreciation to God for the, uh, the soberness yes. of our ministry. Yes. Um, as the older I get and the, the longer I observe what is happening around us, I realize the importance mm-hmm. of um, taking heed to that soberness yes. that our pastor has. The reason why I say that is uh, not because of um, any, and any position or command I'm coming from, but there is a serious need to remind our assembly of words that's been given to us umpteen times, but more importantly now, because uh, Brother Singh made an observation he's done uh, quite a few times, and that is... Uh, when, when he observes different things happening across the world in other churches. And it's, it's not a frivolous statement. It's not a light statement. And the reason being is because he recognizes the spirit behind it. Um, many a times he would always refer to us needing the spirit of God. True. Not just the mind of God, the spirit of God. They both go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You cannot separate the two. Mm-hmm. Without those, we cannot go forward. You know, I sit in my seat many a times listening to our dear man of God present the word of God. And more often than not, there is absolutely no loudness happening over this pulpit. Uh, a lot of us have been around long enough to know that that is stark contrast to what you will see or witness anywhere else. So what would make a child of God think or assume that there is any type of flamboyance in our future? Mm -hmm. We know the state of this world. Mm -hmm. We know where it's headed. We know our lack of connection with God versus our dire need for God. So the reason why I point us again back to soberness is because how can we skip and rejoice in such a dire position? True, true, true. I understand 100% where my pastor is coming from and I understand 100% that he will be one of those standing alone with this type of mindset Mm -hmm. does not take away from the fact that that mindset was given to him from God he may stand here and he may say don't challenge him in this office but I am compelled to get up and tell our church 
do not challenge him, period. There's nowhere in the word of God that ever commands anyone to touch a man of God, period. That's not a good position to be in. Um, again, I'm not here to, you know, toot the horn, so to speak, but I feel it necessary as I feel myself a part of this assembly. Um, many a times I look at my life and I don't even want to look at it. It's hard to put yourself in the disciple position when you know where you really stand versus what a real disciple is. And I will make no delusions about that. The standard is still where it is. It has not gone anywhere. And I'm old enough to know and be thankful to God that it has not gone anywhere. Regardless of where I am, the standard has not moved to suit my fancy. The standard remains. And I will implore this assembly, I will, I will implore all of us, I'm imploring you, I'm imploring us because I am a part of us. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm not speaking to anyone. I'm not speaking at anyone. I only come straight from a place of uh, reminding and admonishing because the, the words coming out of Brother Singh's mouth are very powerful. I sit in the seat and what reverberates over and over in my mind for a very long time, since long before my 20s, I specifically remember him repeating this statement and he's repeated it more so now than ever that he feels strongly that his ministry is more of a prophetic one. Um, and in my time reading the Bible, I go back in my memory and a lot of times when a prophet is around, that's more often than not a terrible time. That's a very serious time. That means that those who either receive or reject that prophet, they go through a very, very hard time. But what I do want to bring to this assembly's attention, again, is this mind of God and the spirit of God. Those two things, there's a lot that encompasses that. When, when we ask God for protection in these last days, as children of God, when we ask God for guidance in these last days, as the children of God, that guidance may not come in the form of flamboyance or a cushion that you think. This is why I may not have all the answers, but this is why I can never forget the spirit that came from my mother despite having such a terrible disease. I always wondered how could someone sit there and be very even keeled through that. 
left to myself, I would have well over 1,500 stones ready. Mm-hmm. And that one is very hard. I, I watch that and I understand the need for the Spirit of God. Yes. Only the Spirit of God. Yes. You very receiving true. it very and you true. accepting it in your life mm-hmm. could calm you in such a way. Yes. You cannot yes. face this life by yourself, yes. by your own merit. Yes. But the Spirit of God that allowed her to go through that process mm-hmm. the way it happened. That's the same Spirit of God that allows our pastor to stand here mm-hmm. to share, to, to, to bear the load mm-hmm. of every dynamic Amen. in this assembly. Yes. Whether he's across the world mm-hmm. or whether he is on Canadian soil, I 100% can feel wherever I am that he is bearing the load. That takes the spirit of God. You cannot do that on your own. You have to do that with complete trust in God. And when our assembly learns this, we will learn to be accepting and open to the guidance and the protection yes. mm-hmm. from God yes. throughout these last days. Yes. Whatever that means, whatever that cushion God provides mm-hmm. or that shelter God provides, yes. but our focus has to be on God. If our focus is elsewhere, then we'll be looking for the shelter of elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And when things don't happen, that's Come when on. they won't match. I may not have the most adequate words tonight, but I'm sitting there and I sat there for a long time and I cannot stress it anymore that there's a reason why Paul and so many men of God and Brother Singh have stood here and reminded us that we need to take on their ways which be in Christ. Why would Brother Singh say that? Just like many other men of God, he would say that because his ultimate goal is being in Christ. I didn't say to be in Christ. I said be, he's in Christ. He's already on that path. It's up to us to join him. That's where our guidance will come from. Otherwise, we'll never see eye to eye with him. We will not see eye to eye with the message. We will not see eye to eye with the instruction. We will not understand it. And ultimately, when we don't see eye to eye and not understand it, human nature takes over, and that's where we fight it. The Spirit of God is important for us to imbibe. Very important. Through very hard times ahead, where discouragement will be rampant. Mm -hmm. It already is rampant. Mm -hmm. It already looks hopeless. And, you know, so many words reverberate over and over in my mind. I won't take up a lot of time here, but I was in a lot of those services where I would watch from the congregation Mm -hmm. and I would see an entire church react to what we think 
the church would be this expecting, uh, this anticipation of things coming back together when all it was is our own humanity reaching out for things to be back the way we liked it. That's what that was. I think I'm old enough to stand here and say that because I was in, those con I was in the congregation in Des Moines and many other conventions. And it was my preference, yes, because but the thing is my pastor. So of course I'm going to watch, I'm going to look at him. And I saw a stark contrast, and I knew right there that we're glazing over a lot. That's not going to happen. But is it a surprise that he stands alone? It shouldn't be. He was already standing alone from back then. It was already happening, whether through body language or what, but it's now coming out. And I'm sure he knew that himself. But God knows. God knows. And... Again, I'm just an aspiring disciple of God. And I want to implore every one of us to pray for each and every one of us from the smallest child coming right up to the oldest person. Every one of us needs to, see, to, to have the Spirit of God within our hearts and within our minds. And we must be open and be willing to lay aside all weights yes. that are within our lives. And we must be willing to step in line right with our pastor. It's very, very important. Uh, when, when, we, when we are faced with, uh, with uh, movements in life, whether it's a job, mm -hmm. and a job comes to mind because uh, in my direct life, you know, I, I, uh, I think back to, we're on Saturday right now, and I think back to Missing Wednesday and how I'd love to connect with that and how it so happened that my shift is afternoons that goes right over the Wednesday night period, and I miss that. That is not something that a disciple of God can be happy about, missing the house of God. But don't you think God can move? Sure. Don't you think he can move in a way, whether it's remove, remove me from that company or remove the scenarios within that uh, to open up Wednesday for me? I believe that's possible through God. I believe that is. But I know what I need to do. I need to trust him more. That needs to happen. It. It's never one-sided. It is never one-sided. It's never us sitting back on the couch and we, we put the Netflix on and we can pick and choose the Christian song that, you know, appeases our spirit. There's nothing in the Word of God that points towards our spirit. It always points towards the spirit of God always in that direction. Why is that? We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have been born in sin. And when we understand our state, we will never take pride in that state. And we'll always understand 
why going forward with the Spirit of God is necessary Amen. and is ultimate. Amen. I hope that God protects this assembly. Yes. I hope I am included and fall under that protection and still have a chance of reaching the perfecting I need in my life before my days are over. I hope that can still happen. You know, I can pray for each and every one of us, but I, I, I hope that that exact thing happens for each and every one of us. No matter, no matter whether we are as sickly as someone like Sister Chandri or we're, um, I'm trying to remember uh, Brianna's uh, daughter, but the old and young doesn't matter. Each and every one of us are on a path. And it's not by accident that we're in this house of God. It's not by accident. I look at Brother Vid sitting there in the congregation. That's an elder in this church. And I've listened to his testimony. And I ask God to help me with my pride because pride can block you from so much. You could be right in front of it and you will not get anything because of your own pride. But I watch him sit in the congregation. He does not have to come all this way. No, he doesn't. Especially now. Pandemic, all of this stuff going on. He has his own problems. You know, the family. God knows he can write a story on his own. But he's here. Yes, he is. And when Brother Singh called, he'd come up. And he would speak from this pulpit. He would speak with reverence of this pulpit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You cannot tell me that's not an example. Mm -hmm. I, I have many examples. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it can be lonely sometimes in, in, in life. Mm -hmm. But I leave that. I leave that aside. Why? Because God places you in the position that you need to be in. You're in that position in a timely fashion. And that loneliness will be erased once you begin to lift your eyes. And you use the word of God. And you look around and you find your fellow pilgrims on the same path. That loneliness means nothing then. You will find that loneliness will be, will be replaced by God's spirit and a certain settledness that can be in your heart. Day by day by day, I can let go of myself a little easier when I can look around and I can see someone like Brother Vid who has umpteen reason to do 
umpteen reasons other than here and still recognize the calling of God in his own life and be here. That is an example to me. And I can find many examples. I can simply turn to my left. I don't have to look very far. I'm looking at an example. I'm looking at an example that held me when I did not even have any understanding yet. I'm looking at two examples back here. I can turn full 360 and find people on the journey. This this fortifies within my heart the need to pray. Many a times where the saying would say, don't glaze over a prayer. What would make someone glaze over a prayer? And when I begin to think of all that encompasses one life, there's no way 20 minutes is enough. True. Impossible. You can choose one life, choose one Satan, a saint in this church, and follow them for just one day. Pick any random day out of the week, and you realize that time doesn't matter when you bend your knees in prayer for them. Now imagine 50. Now put that 50 on his shoulders. Can you imagine what Jesus bore for us? I don't have the strength to bear that. I do not. But I hope God gives me the strength to learn the lessons I need to learn in this life. Um, you know, if there's, if there's anything that I can learn from this assembly, I've always had a small prayer since maybe a little older than Ethan. I was already probably a teenager at that point, but my prayer was always simple. I always started with this. And this prayer actually started with my mother. Because she knew the haste that a young man possesses and how a young man needs to learn to slow down. And that prayer is to learn patience. The, the, sooner, the sooner I was able to see in life that the road is rocky and the road is steep and the road is narrow and it's full of ruts, it's full of thorns, it's full of thistles and there is no other road but forward. I said the only way that I could get through if I know I have to go through all of that is at least give me patience. Yes. Because without patience, you still wouldn't learn anything. And you'd probably have to learn a lot of stuff all over again. But with patience and with the strength from God. Yes. And of course, the most important thing is with the man of God in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's how we move forward. Um, it's easy. It's easy for humanity to want to skip 
skip around the situation, but Brzezing has always mentioned many a times that there are some scenarios in some of our saints. He wishes that God not remove it. Why? For our perfecting. That's a hard prayer, I know, for a lot of us to accept. But it's a necessary prayer. Is there anything about that prayer that says flamboyance or cushion of any sort, any pomp, any sugar coat? There's nothing sugar coated about that. And there are scriptures to back that prayer. There are direct scriptures and there are countless lives ahead of us to prove that that's the prayer we must adapt for our respective lives. I just felt the need to say that uh, because I understand our road is not meant for anybody else. It's meant for us. Don't try to toss the cross onto somebody else. That's our cross. Carry it. Learn to carry it. Learn to stand up straight and carry it and put trust in God and put each foot forward, always forward. Because even in one place, that's not what we're here for. We're not here for even one place. We're not a do-nothing type of people. Our commandments are clear, move forward and progress. And I thank God for our minister um, being a living example. He's not just ever saying these things. He is never tossing words left and right just for no apparent reason. It could be the smallest of conversation I've always noticed since as long as I've been alive that his words are not light, especially now more than ever. So my prayer will always remain that God give each and every one of us patience and continuance in well-doing. Yes. My prayer is God, God would, it'd be beautiful to feel the spirit of God enter every one of our lives afresh, fully. Sometimes I wish I was in a position to experience what he experienced when he said he had shut his eyes and it was like the spirit of God was just hovering over the congregation. I would love to experience what that's like. I would love to feel that. And more than feel that, I would love to learn from that. I would love for that to take over my life. That's where change happens. I thank God for this night. I'm most appreciative. And, and I, I, watch, I watch my minister get up here and uh, it, it's almost as if the, the, the more simple his words get is the more straight and heavy they get. Amen. There is no need for large vocabulary of any sort. There is no need for volume. There is no need for PA system. None of those things. But there is a need for us to listen. There is a tremendous need for us to join him on our knees. There's a lot of things we can find ourselves doing. But we also have the power. God has given us the power of choice. We have that power to reach into our own life.
there are some things we can take ownership of and remove ourselves. So the saying is right. God really does help those who help themselves. Yes. What that means is the effort. For all children of God, effort is required. Effort of some sort. So I thank God for this night. Um, I sit there and I, I know... I know this is a very uh, critical time we're in, but I'm deeply thankful because I understand day by day, um, we have family that is not in church and you know friends that are not in church. And uh, a lot of times I don't like to bring up uh, the situation with my family and my mother because I know we stand alone a lot of times with the family. And my humanity grows tired to hear about some place where I know she herself did not believe in that. And I always repeat that adamantly, that she's not looking down and I'm definitely tired of hearing that from people. Um, you know, when you're a child, you, you're, you're a child, of course. What are you going to say to people, right? But I'm much older, and uh, the vision is clear, clear as day. My father's right here. He can tell you. They both believed. And they both never once said those types of beliefs in our house. And I will never accept those types of beliefs to make myself feel better. I understand what is in the Word of God. And I understand what has gone through our, our pulpit and through our minister. And I'm glad she held on to that Word of God. And I'm here holding on to the same Word of God. And we are here holding on to the same Word of God. And praying to God for sustenance and guidance. This is a very good night in God's house. Um, I'd like to leave a solemn prayer for this night at this time. Father, I'd like to thank you especially for this assembly, for this night. We never know what tomorrow brings, but we'd like to acknowledge this particular night and this opportunity for being here. Yes. I want to thank you, Lord, that your mercy has been with us all this time yes. when you could have so chosen to remove your mercy yes. at any given point in time, but you chose not to. You chose to keep us to this point, and we appreciate you, and I ask you with all my heart, would your mercy still extend? Mm -hmm. Would you still impart your spirit unto each every one of us? May we still have a chance of being saved, of making it through the process, of not wavering, of not becoming weak, of not being discouraged, of not being distracted. May we understand the gravity of the message given. May we understand that we were not called to hear just any voices. We were called to hear 
a specific voice. Yes. And to follow that specific voice. Please, Lord, we ask for your mercy and your spirit to cover us at this time. Please, Lord, would your mercy and your spirit also cover those that could not make it out to church, those that God knows they're in a rut of some sort, they've met a crossroad in their life, those that have made a left turn, those that have, have gone into a situation. Lord, you know everything, but I'm asking you tonight, please, would you, would you bring them? Would they have a chance to be in your house tomorrow? Would they have a chance to connect to your word from today on? Please, Lord, would you cover this assembly? And would you fulfill your work in our lives? Please, Lord, we ask this in your most precious name. Amen. Very good, Jason. Good.